Jeremiah foretold the return of the Jewish people back to their homeland after 70 years of captivity, but also the coming of the Messiah for the whole world. Coming up next on Our Jewish Roots. In the sixth century BC, one man stood alone against the pervading wickedness of God's people in the land of Judah. The prophet Jeremiah was chosen by the Lord to warn of pending judgment that would come at the hands of the Babylonians. Visions of an exile left him heartbroken and in tears. But Jeremiah remained faithful to his calling and recorded a message that would speak to generations yet to come. Standing tall with faith in God, he understood better days were coming. And there was hope over the horizon. We are so glad you've joined us today. I am David Hart. I'm Kirsten Hart. Jeffrey Seif. This is the last program in the series. And I, it's crazy what Jeremiah had to go through in this whole series, as we've heard and seen, he didn't waver at all. That's true. He really was steadfast, yes. to your point. We could all use some of that, couldn't we? And God was steadfast with his message of repent or else 70 years. But he was steadfast in that 70 years. It wasn't like, you know, oh, you're just always going to be in Babylon. I appreciate that God gave an end to that time. That's true. So it helps you be steadfast if you know it's not going to go on forever. Uh, the um, Jeremiah didn't survive the 70-year period himself. Uh, but, but, but he saw hope over the horizon. I know it's something we really like to talk about. And what do you think of this? I think one of the reasons why he was as steadfast as he was, he shared his feelings. He was very open about his life and his circumstance. That takes some of the pressure out and helps us to endure, yes? He was open and honest, but he did give the people hope, and that's what this, today's program is about. Right. We're going to hear more from you in a bit. Right now, let's hear more of Jeremiah's story. Jeremiah has been a faithful servant of the Lord. The message given to his people Judah had largely gone unheeded, recorded for many years by his devoted scribe Baruch. But while the prophetic message had led to Judah's exile, there was a better day coming. There was still hope over the horizon. יום אחד כבשים יראו על גבעות אלה שוב, על גבעות אלה ממש, וכמו כן בצפון ובדרום, ורואים ינהיגו אותן. אכן, אכן, הנה ימים באים נאום אדוני, והקימותי את הדבר הטוב, אשר דיברתי אל בית ישראל ועל בית יהודה. בימים ההם אצמיח לדוד צמח צדקה, ועשה משפט וצדקה בארץ. בימים ההם תיוושע יהודה וירושלים תשכון לבטח. ושמו? 
אדוני צדקנו. הוא הבטיח ברוך. וזרעו של דוד ירבה כמספר כוכבי השמיים וככל אשר על שפת הים. הוא הבטיח וכך יהיה. This is the program I have been wanting to do this entire series. It's almost like I endured everything to get to this. I say that because if you look at the Jeremiah texts, it's checkered with a lot of really tough stuff. I mean, judgment, and it's, it's heavy. It was hard for me to read it. It was hard for me to teach it. And frankly, I'm glad to get through it to get to this. I'm not ashamed of it because it's in the book. And if it's in the book, it needs to be in the conversation coming from the book. But I'm so much more predisposed to want to look at the good news rather than the bad news. I suppose what makes the good news so good is the bad news is so bad. But check this out. There is a passage in Jeremiah. I want you to remember this one for the rest of your life. In chapter 33, the prophet says, Behold, the days are coming, saith the Lord. So it's futuristic from this prophet's vantage point. What does he say? And here's what I want you to hear. I will perform the good word which I've spoken concerning the house of Judah, the house of Israel. I will perform... the good word. Now, I want to land on that because I think it is so important. You know, in, 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 in days gone by, and I should say there are trends in, in Christian culture. There's fads, you know, fad for a day, you know, and they go under different names, you know, the word of faith movement and this and Oh, these people are into healing. These people are into prosperity. And, and people can make fun of that. I think that's tragic because when you boil it down, what are those ministers saying? What's the message saying? The, 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 the ethos of it is, that is, the distinguishing characteristic of it is, God will perform the good word which he has promised. And in a world where so many are intoxicated with despair, never mind what they do to get their mind off their pain, they get intoxicated by other things. Uh, not because they're wicked people, just because they're people in pain. People do things, you know, when they haven't got time for the pain, they get into things. Uh, there's a lot of pain in this world. There's a lot of problem in this world. I, I, I like it here in the text where uh, the word of the Lord is, I will perform the good word concerning you. And when you look at the gospel, the gospel is good news from ancient Jews. And to be sure, that is the God's honest truth. In Jeremiah's day, they were in a bad way. He spoke tough to them and they had it coming. But he didn't just tell them what they had coming. He let them know what God had up his sleeve. Deliverance 
redemption. God was going to raise up someone from David's line. And in his name, Judah will be saved, not just Judah, but the world. We're going to see that as we look more deeply into this. And I want you to remember that God is all about wanting to accomplish the good word, the good thing. I know when I began this journey, people had prayed over me and prophesied over me. Uh, and I'm so glad that God, at 66 years of age, that I'm just pressing on. And I'm glad I stayed in it with the Lord to see the good things that he's doing with me and through me. It's not about me. It's about you. It's not even about you. It's about him. It's about God performing the good word that he has for us. And it is a good word because to be sure, yes, there is hope on the horizon. Oh, Adonai, Adon Yakar. אמרת שזה יהיה שבעים שנה, שבעים שנה ארוכות תחת שלטון בבל, ואז אנשיך יהיו שחררו מאזיקיהם. אנחנו נתפלל אליך שוב, ואתה תשמע את קולנו. באספנו אדוני מכל העמים, בחזרה לארצך, שם אנו נהיה עמך, ואתה תהיה אלוהינו. Jeremiah 29.11 is probably the best-known text in Jeremiah. It's one of the more popular Old Testament texts. Many people know it. Um, they don't know it the way I'm going to recite it, however, uh, because we do it uh, with a Hebrew in mind. If you look in uh, uh, chapter 29.11, I know the thoughts I have for you, or I know the plans I have for you, or I know the intentions I have for you, says the Lord. And he goes on to say, plans for your welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. This series on Jeremiah is punctuated with the theme, hope for the future. And it's not just some novel idea out of positive thinking. Actually, it's tethered to the literature explicitly. Now, this text is so optimistic, one could wonder if it's coming from the same person that's been casting aspersions on Judah because of their sinfulness. Comes out of the same mouth. Comes out of the same heart. Because it comes from the same God. I noted a text in the first segment, and uh, the 29-11 text is precipitated in verse 10 by the same thing. I will remember you and perform the good word toward you. Oh, don't you love it? I can recall Paul. He writes Timothy, and he says, stir up that word that was given to you when you were prophesied over, when, uh, when hands were, were, were placed on you to stir that up. Uh, there's an infusion. There's a prophetic word. There's an appointment with destiny. I remember I got a phone call, oh, 11 or 12 years ago. It was a television producer, Ken Berg. He said, Jeff, do you have a minute? Yeah, I said, what do you need? I remember I was driving in the car. And he, and he was asking me to get involved in this ministry when its founder, Zola Levitt, had passed. 
And, and Ken said, you know, just everything you've done in your life, look at it as, as preparation for this. Well, never mind what I've done in my life. I think of what the Lord has done in my life. Yeah, I, I certainly never thought I'd be here. I never thought I'd have the opportunity to talk on television going coast to coast and even beyond. In saying that, I don't want to make myself sound great. You know, I, there's so many things in life that, that, I, that I've done that I never thought. Uh, but there were, there's a story of a guy that turned to the Lord and, and uh, you know, God had, had plans. I never thought I'd make it to university. I flunked out of high school, got into Bible college on probation, wound up getting a graduate degree from Southern Methodist University, from Cambridge University in England. I never thought that would happen. I never thought I'd be talking to you. But there were promises. There were prophetic words that were given. And those, I think the Lord watched over his word to perform it. And in saying that, honestly, I'm really not trying to make myself sound great at all. I'm just saying, when I hear in Scripture, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. I want you to know that there's someone who really believes it. Because as he looks over his life, he's experienced it. Now, this isn't a story for Jews. It's not a story for people that talk on television. It's a story for the world. It's the story of the ages that's written in the pages that God has a plan for sinners, even people that don't deserve it, even people that have spurned him. The good news is the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. And yes, even you, even you, God has plans for you, and he'll watch over his word to perform it. Would you dare believe with me that even for you, there's hope over the horizon? Our resource this week, the series Jeremiah, Hope Over the Horizon on DVD. The prophet Jeremiah was called to warn Judah that judgment was coming at the hands of the Babylonians. But we find woven through his writings is a message of hope and deliverance. These nine programs feature Bible teaching by Dr. Jeffrey Seif with special guest Dr. Michael Brown. Contact us and ask for the Jeremiah series on DVD. There are lots of ways you can find us on social media. One of those things is our Levitt letter that we produce monthly. Kirsten, you write for that a lot. I do. Yes. I write for it. I help edit it. It's a wonderful periodical that goes out every month to uh, probably so many of you that watch our program. And I just want to say there's an, a section in the Levitt Letter where people can write in with thoughts or questions to the ministry. We would love for you to let us know your personal takeaways from the series of Jeremiah. Yes. It's easy to contact us. You can snail mail, which is the old way of writing a letter, or email us and let us know what this series meant. To and you. the great thing about the Levitt letter is it's free. It's free to you. Yes, and it's all about communication in so many ways. Mm -hmm. We're in the communication business or the communication ministry. Do you know the word communication is related to the word ammunition? That is, it's with munition to communicate. Armies go forward, and if they advance beyond the resources, uh, they get in trouble. Those resource lines are called the lines of communication. 
we endeavor to communicate with you, but I want to ask you, please, communicate back. Let us know that you're out there in the world and send a check to help us do it, to resource what we do. God blesses those who are a blessing. It is a principle in the scripture that's firmly rooted. I want to know, I want you to know that I give to the ministry financially. I made a big donation recently. I'm not bragging. The ministry doesn't even know it. I just did it. God knows what we do. He sees our hearts. He watches us. I know he'll bless you if you're game to be a blessing. And we are blessed from all of your insight and teaching. We have more for you, from you coming up. But first, we have Dr. Michael Brown, who has been our special guest with wonderful insight on the book of Jeremiah for this whole series. And here's Dr. Michael Brown as he wraps up the final portion of the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah has some of his strongest words of rebuke for King Jehoiakim. And, and, and this man, early on in his reign, is taken into Babylon. He's only king for just a few months and God rejects him as an evil man, and he's taken into Babylon. And there, as a young man, languishes year after year after year. And we get to the end of the book of Jeremiah, the very last chapter, and it tells us in the 37th year of his captivity, the king raised him up and gave him food at his table. There's even an inscription, an ancient Babylonian inscription that mentions his name, which seems to be with his daily food rations. Archeologists have discovered this. And there's an amazing lesson. God says through Jeremiah, even if you were like a signet ring on my right hand, I'd cast you off. But then he tells his grandson, Zerubbabel and Haggai, I'm gonna make you like a signet ring on my hand. What's the lesson? This is something we can learn from the text. And the rabbis have deduced this as well, that he must have repented in exile. And even though God made a decree of judgment against him, repentance change that. That's how powerful repentance is. Wherever you find yourself, whatever situation in life you're in, if you're literally under the judgment of God, if you'll humble yourself as Jehoiachin did, and if you'll repent, God will still raise you up. There can be light at the end of the tunnel. The Word of God says, God gives grace to the humble. If you've sinned, if you've missed it, if you've fallen short, turn to Him in genuine repentance. He will take what Satan means for evil and turn around for your lasting good. It, it, it's, it's just about over. I get one more shot, an eight-part series, three teaching components each. I want to go out with a home run, that's what I want to do. And I want to preach the gospel in Jeremiah. In chapter 33, verse 15, the Lord says that he will cause a shoot of righteousness to grow up from David. And in verse 16, in those days, Judah shall be saved. Well, there was a root that sprung up in Isaiah, the prophet envisioned that a branch will spring forth from the stump of Jesse, specifically David's father, and that uh, the Spirit of the Lord will be upon this personality to bring justice and righteousness in the earth. And pray tell, who of David's sons lived up to that? None were particularly glorious, but if you look at one who sprung up, who's known 
for righteousness, the Lord our righteousness. Could it be the one spoken of in Matthew when we read in the first verse of the first chapter? This is the book of the genealogy of Jesus the Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Is that who we're talking about here? I think so. And it says here of him, in those days, Judah will be saved. Now, the Judah in, in, in Jeremiah's day was constituted by people who were worthless pieces of human wreckage. That, that, that's what he's been saying throughout the book. But God is gracious to overlook an offense to be sure there's punishment for purposes of discipline, but God has a plan and he watches over his word to perform it. Is it just something for Jews, however? Oh yeah, the Jewish people, yeah, yeah, the chosen people, you know, they got it good, the people of the book. Well, the last time I read the book, I heard that all people in Messiah Jesus are grafted into this tree. It's a big family. When I look in the Bible, there's a story there, and Paul is explicit that individuals of non-Jewish extract are grafted into this olive tree. There's different branches, Jews and non-Jews, together. And that is the story of the church. That's something new that God is doing in the world. It's not just for the Jew. It's for you. It's for me and you. It's for everyone. And that's the gospel truth. That is to say that God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever would believe in him, irrespective of past sins and circumstance, whoever, irrespective, would not perish but have everlasting life. That's the Newer Testament version of the story here in Jeremiah, he's explicit that God will raise up unto David through him, I should say, this messianic deliverer, and through him, people will be saved. All people. When I look in Jeremiah's world, there's tough stories there, but he sees beyond it, and he knows, indeed, there's hope over the horizon. Our prayer has been that you've had a takeaway from this series. I know that we have all about hope. There is hope for all of us. Yes. Uh, what I endeavored to do, quite frankly, is look at the Jeremiah story and see how Jeremiah's world in so many ways is like our own. And I wanted to connect the dots too and point Jeremiah to Jesus. Which you did. So well. Yeah. Right. Well, and I just want to say thank you for taking a book that could be very difficult, has a difficult message, and you made it applicable to everyone. And that's your genius, and we're thankful for what we've learned from yes. you. Well, thanks for that, and I mean it sincerely, but if that's all that I did, it's just history. That mm -hmm. is connecting Jeremiah to Jesus. What I really want to do is connect Jesus to you. 
and, and talking about the hope that's available through Jesus. I don't want it to be a story of yesteryear or just something that percolates among people complimenting each other here on a TV set. I want to get it from your television set into your life and heart. And I really want you to know that the kind of hope that, that the Lord made available through Jeremiah in his abysmal world, that's available to you as well. But it's not simply making your way to a good Bible-believing congregation. And indeed, I want you to do that. I want you to reach up to heaven and ask God to again send his son into your world. He didn't just want to come into the world in general. He wants to come into yours in particular. And as we know from Jeremiah and elsewhere in Scripture, he's a God of hope. Yes. He is. And chapters 30 to 33 are all about the Messiah and the new covenant. And it's so beautiful that God says this, this new covenant isn't on stone. It's not something right here. I want to write it in your heart. And there's the beauty that we can attach our our lives to and say he wants to do something new in our hearts. And that is the message of the gospel in the Bible. And that is what he wants to bring to you today through this, I believe, is he wants to do something new in your heart. Write a beautiful new story and a new covenant inside. Isn't it great that we can push a reset button, you know, and we can get a you know, we can get a second start. You know, if being born didn't work out, we can be born again. Yeah. I was thinking about my favorite scripture that I've used since I was in college, Galatians 6, 9, that says, and let us never get tired of doing what is right for after a while we'll reap a harvest of blessing. And I love this part that says, if we don't get discouraged or give up. Jeremiah didn't give up. He may have been discouraged a little bit, but he didn't give up with his message of hope. Yeah, there's an old Dutch expression, God doesn't promise us an easy voyage, but a safe harbor at the end. That's and good. speaking of end. Yes. Of our program. <laughs> we gotta go, but as you go, please, Sha'alu Shalom Yerushalayim. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Join us right now for additional content that is only available on our social media sites, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Visit our website, levitt.com, for the current and past programs, the television schedule, tour information, and our free monthly newsletter, which is full of insightful articles and news commentary. View it online, or we can ship it directly to your mailbox every month. Also on our website is the online store, there, you can order this week's resource, or you can always give us a call at 1-800-WONDERS. 
Your donations to Our Jewish Roots help us to support these organizations as they bless Israel. Please remember we depend on tax-deductible donations from viewers like you. This has been a paid program brought to you by Zola Levitt Ministries.